Galit. Bitter, batter, 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 bitter, batter, batter, bitter. Galit, do you know what I see most in the clinic, especially with women? I do. Say it. The bitter pandemic. The bitterness is the female pandemic, which I see on a daily basis in the clinic, also on men, but especially on women today. We're gonna we're gonna just face that pandemic and talk about it. You are listening to the Potential State Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Asael and Galit Romanelli. Hi, my name is Dr. Asael Romanelli. I'm Galit Romanelli. And this is the Potential, Potential State. State. And today we're going to talk about bitterness, Ugh. the female pandemic. We are so used to seeing bitter women that it's already become almost like a stereotypical, the RBF, right? The sour, the crunchy, the uh. Within. Yeah, it's like, ugh. And for men, we hide it through cynicism. So we, instead of being bitter, we don't show it. We go cynicism of everything. We're like, we're too cool for yeah. school. Check out the episode on cynicism. But why? Why do I see this so often in the clinic? Why do we see so many bitter women? I think it's... It's kind of the the aftermath of an exhausting dance. And then that's just, you know, women just kind of are like tired and resentful. And so it just channels out in this like, mm. I'm bitter, I'm done, I'm tired, I'm irritated. I'm, you know, kind of like that. So it's been my experience that... Like for a lot of women, since they don't own their aggression or they're not allowed to be angry, okay, so it's channeled the, the unhappiness, the unsatisfaction of the situation turns into bitterness because bitterness is, is, is less aggressive. It's more of a passive aggressive. It's not going, like, I think it's more than that. I think it's this kind of like um, accumulation of resent frustration and martyrdom yes you know yes. and then and like this notion that like we have to put ourselves last and this kind of self-sacrifice and you know and so then you just you become consumed by resentment and when you see somebody else kind of enjoying themselves or being you know full or having fun or putting themselves first right for example then you become bitter and it's also, I found it's a way to kind of punish your partner by being like heavy and not oh, happy. Oh, yeah, like it's a, not going to be fun with me. Yeah, Nobody's going to enjoy You're not going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. You're not going to No have, one's going to yeah, be happy yeah, here. If yeah. I'm not happy, if I, yeah. Exactly. If, if I can't enjoy, then nobody's going to enjoy. But then what happens is bitterness kind of spills over into their professional work. Even when they're in the parenting with their friends, it becomes. Well, I think what happens is, is that it becomes, right, it becomes a behavioral pattern. Yes. And then the behavioral pattern even kind of becomes almost like an identity or becomes yes. autopilot. Yes. And then you don't even remember how to not be bitter, how and, to not be resentful. And then That's if, if the scary, tricky part. Right. Because like over time, they lose the, we talk about the emotional rate from one to 10, they become a one to five or they just, they stay on the negative aspect yeah. of the spectrum. And you can't I, see anything as like light, fun, playful. Like there's, they're just like, they don't even, they've lost access. And then what happens, their partner and their kids, people just start avoiding them or mocking them because it's just too heavy. Yeah. It's like the over-apologetic one. Look at that episode. Mm. And then what happens is it's like when you're in this bitter business card, you attract two types of people. Either the fool, the fool that try to make you happy all the time, try to stay playful and light, but it's like it never works. Or just fellow bitter people. 
And then you're just like, there's two, um, the, oh, the, two, like old, the two Muppets. Muppets. The two old guys, the Muppets are like, Sometimes it's a replicative script. That's how I saw my mom or my grandmother and I'm replicating it, but it's just lethal. We're working now with a couple that the wife is just constantly bitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. There's no play, no lightness. There's, there's, I think what's interesting is there becomes, you kind of become entrenched yeah. and you become kind of like you dig your heels in rather than being able to recognize. And that's why I think it kind of comes together with this notion of self-righteousness and martyrdom. And, and I think, unfortunately, part of, it, part of that kind of has to do with the ideals um, and expectations that women feel they need to live up to. Yeah. And I think that, that you know, when you feel like I'll be judged or I'll, you know, I have to do this or I have to do that, then it's inevitable that you'll feel resentful. It's inevitable that you'll feel pretty shitty when you can't reach certain expectations that weren't even yours to begin with. And I think kind of when I think about it in that framing, I have to bring up kind of Glennon Doyle and her amazing book, Untamed, and about how, you know, like we as women need to really reflect and kind of stop pleasing and start living, yeah. right? And, and I think that is the antidote for, for bitterness. And if you haven't read the book, you must. It's amazing. So I'm going to share a few thoughts that we, that we have kind of from our experience of how to work with, how to soften this bitterness. And I just want to say one thing about bitter. When you're really bitter, then actually you're going to say more no's than yes. You're going to slowly lose adventure, lose like spontaneity, improvisation, you're first going to be like yeah. this. Plus, and people are over time just going to be exhausted. They're going to be Well, I think eventually what tight. happens is that they stop engaging with you yeah. because it's you, just... You're a negative Nelly. So you're like, a negative Nelly. It's too exhausting. They're always going to get it wrong. Um, they'll always be, you know, the, there will be criticism and judgment. And they'll start avoiding you. And, they'll start outsourcing yeah. play and, and fun. And then it's just there's this distance and distance right. that grows and expands and, and then... And I think that that feeds into your feeling of like feeling misunderstood and feeling isolated and or feeling invisible, not respected, yeah. not, not celebrated. Yeah. Exactly. Right. It's a vicious right. cycle. It is. It's a vicious cycle, but you can get out of it. You don't need to be bitter. So how do we do that? So the first thing we want to do is, first of all, well, there's an episode about female systemic empowerment. First of all, connect to your shadow, connect to your aggression, to all those other feelings you don't usually bring and express. Yeah. And I also want to say like connect to like put on these glasses of like of society and see where society plays a role and yeah. see kind of what, <clears throat> sorry, what expectations do you feel you have to? Like I always say that a good place to start looking is like, the shoulds and the have tos, because if you're fueled by I should do this or I have to do this, that's the place where you want to kind of like stop and like check in with yourself. Who is saying I should? Who is telling me I have to? And what would I be without those shoulds and have tos? Yeah. Find ways to express your passion, your aggression, all those places. Find a way to sublimate. But even more, I want to say, it's not even just your aggression, right? Because because in a way, your bitterness is where you are channeling your aggression. But right. where can you where can you access your joy? Yes. Where can you access your pleasure? Exactly. Um, where are those places? When that connects us to the second point, which is play. 
play, reference the episode plays, the loop of life. Find places to create a potential state where you can be playful and light. Yeah. It's always going to be relational. Someone's going to have to hold a little bit of reality so you can float up a little bit. Right. And, and I think there yeah. is really important to realize that, that, you, that being a mother does not mean being a martyr. And you can step out yes. so someone else can step in. Yes. And they're not going to do it. They're not going to parent necessarily the way you want to. But it doesn't. That's okay. That's fine. Right. In other words, like if I leave the house for a few days going to America and I come back and the house is a mess, a pigsty, like, okay, fine. But I was able to go and like be in deep joy with my family. Yes. And so the house, you know, didn't look the same way that it would have, but like you have to be able to let go. And reference the episode on joy as a verb and go explore the, the, the high emotional range, the five to sevens. Say the thing, surrender, lower your defenses, be less precise, let go of precision. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Right. And even yeah. when you feel like you're going to go bitter, say the thing, call yourself out and say, oh, I'm going to go all negative right now. I feel like I'm, I'm like, like, I'm melting. Mm. Help. Reach out. Be playful about it. Don't take yourself too seriously. Realize it's just one part of you. You have many, many other different parts of you. Yeah. It. And I would say the other thing is, is that also reflect on kind of your, your heritage, some her story, you know, like what's your background? Where do you come from? Right. How, um, how's your mom? How's yeah. your grandma? What, what did like, you see? is there is there kind of this bitterness gene that is that is um, that is passed on? Yes. Do I feel like I need to be a loyal daughter by being bitter? Um, you know, do I feel like I'm a good mom if I you know take the martyrdom torch, or you know, like where where does this come from? Where does where because a lot of times these things are bigger than us. Yeah, and I want to say create spaces. Go to spaces, whether it's an improv class, a dance class. Go with friends. The beach. People that are happy and cheerful. Play with little children. Try to find areas and environments where you can A, let go of control. And B, you can explore and experience something different, something open. Yes. And, and be prepared that if, if you're kind of a, a bitter person, it's going to take time for people to believe that you're really different. That's why you have to be super solid it's to practice true. it. And that's really hard. I think that's one of the harder things, right? Is when our system locks, locks us, us in, in and they're the like, one. what are you doing? Or right. I don't believe that. Or, or Stop why, faking, yeah. why are you being so off or so strange? Or you're just faking it or things like that. But just breathe through it and say, you know, yeah, I'm trying something different this time. And it's okay if, you know, this time it works and next time it works a little bit less, but next time it works more. Like you're stepping out of your comfort zone. So it's going to feel uncomfortable. And be ready to fake it till you make it. It will not feel natural in the beginning. You are expanding your repertoire. You are growing. You are untaming yourself. So fight the female pandemic. Let go of the bitterness and step into play in potential state. And have some butter. <laughs> this is Galeeb Romanelli. That's Dr. Osel Romanelli. And we're the Potential State. See you next time. You've been listening to the Potential State Podcast. For more information, visit us at potentialstate.com. Thanks for listening. 